You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Kind of a rough week for one of the Rockies pitchers, so let's talk about that. I'm Allison Twitter, and I'm here with Thomas Harding, who knows all things Rockies. Uh, Thomas, Jordan Lyles, who uh, I have a soft spot for, considering he was born and raised by the Houston Astros. Um, man, that could not have really have been a wor- worse week. If I have this in order correctly, he hit Ryan Vogelsong in the eye with a pitched ball, uh, obviously not on purpose, and then he got sent down to AAA. Um, so he seemed to be very upset about the first thing, probably more about more about the eye than he did about getting sent down. But what's uh, what's going on with George Lyles? Yeah, just to kind of take you back, um, you know, he started the year in the Rockies rotation, did not do very well at all, over 70 ERA, and had, had serious problems with control, serious problems with. Um, with, with just simply getting through innings when something bad happens. So he sent him down to AAA. I think three of his four starts were decent. One was a disaster. And they called him up for the series in Pittsburgh. There was no intention to start him. There really wasn't much of an intention to use him. Christian Bergman, the long man, had gotten hurt, so they needed someone to protect him. Well, uh, the Rockies and the Pirates, for reasons that escaped me, started a game on Sunday, and it burned Chad Bettis for the Rockies. They needed a starter, and boom, there's Jordan Lyles. Here's a guy who is trying to correct a lot of things, and he's just there for protection. And suddenly he's starting against a very good Pirates lineup, and, and in about the second inning it goes awry. Then this is just emblematic. I mean, the, the tragedy of hitting Brian Vogelsong in the eye was not emblematic, but the rest of it, emblematic of the season. He has an 0-2 count. Bases are, he's already loaded the bases with a hit and two walks. He has an 0-2 count against the pitcher, and he decides he's going to go inside because he knows the pitcher is looking outside. Well, it gets away from him, and before Brian Bovosaw can move, the pitch hits him, uh, clips the batting helmet, and then hits him in that high orbital bone area. So everybody is hoping for the best for Brian Bovosaw. Nobody wants to see that. And yet, Jordan Lyles was shaken by it, and who wouldn't be? Because it could be any player out there, and especially – Pitcher against pitcher. You know, pitchers do have kind of a respect for the job the other guy does. So, pitch, he's already struggling. And probably, I would imagine that, especially if you struggle the way Lyles has, you're standing on the mound thinking, man, this is going to get me sent back down to Albuquerque. And then that happens. So, you're thinking that even before it happens. And they left him in for, he finished that inning and, and just made it through, to, um, what, uh, one third of the next inning, and that was it for him. Yeah, that's brutal. And it's not like, I mean, he knew he was going back down. Um, it wasn't like a shock. What, what is what is going on? Like, what does he need to, I mean, I don't even know, like, if this is like a silly question because he's had a lot of time in the big leagues and a lot of opportunities to be a good pitcher in the big leagues. There's something that he needs to be better at besides just everything. Well, I think what happened to him the last couple of years when he did get hurt and it shortened his seasons, at least he stayed in the strike zone, and that's been the mystery this year. Almost from early in spring training, he's been missing with pitches. I don't know if it's if something changed when he came back from the foot injury last year or what, but he's really had a hard time just finding the strike zone. When he was up before, he would go through the lineup once, and then everything went to pieces. And a lot of things could happen there. There could be a mechanical issue, or there could be simply thinking about a mechanical issue instead of, I need to put this pitch. I'm going to put this pitch here. I'm going to execute it. I'm going to get this guy out. Then maybe there's a little bit of gee. Um, I'm as he said the other day. I was trying to stay tall 
and not bend so much. Well, he was staying tall, and the runners were taking off and stealing bases before they hit batsmen and after. So it seems like there's a lot of stuff on his mind, a lot of it that has nothing to do with throwing a quality pitch to either get a guy to hit into an out or, or, or swing and miss. Oh, okay. Well, let's move on to Jason Mott, who is returning from the disabled list, and I was reading some quotes from Walt Weiss. He sees him as a late-inning pitcher, sees him in the eighth inning, maybe not right away. So I guess we'll have to expect maybe that he'll get eased back into uh, crucial situations. Yeah, I think so, and, and it's, it's kind of a good situation now. You, lose, you use him a little bit early, but the, the thing about the Rockies right now, even on this road trip where they've struggled, that late bullpen is pretty good because uh, Jake McGee, there's, there has been some excitement to his closing situations, but he's only blown two of them. I think he has, what, 13 saves right now. He's been good. Um, Carlos Estevez, kid who was in uh, A and AA last year, has been outstanding since being called up. Boone Logan, a guy who was almost forgotten and almost kind of written off as a bad sign for the Rockies, He's been nailed since the first week of the season. And, and also, Miguel Castro, who just came off the DL, it looks like he's going to ease back in the late in the game. So there is protection. And then if Mott outpitches some of the young guys, he moves later in the game. And then those young guys earlier in the game, Carlos Estevez and Miguel Castro, could really be weapons from the sixth, well, in the sixth and seventh innings. And they've got a chance to be an excellent bullpen here if they can get leads. Okay, my last question for you is Trevor Story, the Rockies uh, All-Star Game representative. Um, I say that with uh, knowing that there's a couple of guys on that team that are actually worthy, but are we going to see him in the uh, in the All-Star Game? Well, I think when you say representative, you have to say one of two because if Nolan Arenado isn't in the All-Star Game, they just need to mm-hmm. pack it up and forget about it and maybe flip <laughs> a coin or play rock, paper, scissors for home field in the World Series. But he he has as good a shot as anyone because I don't think that the NL has that perennial Troy Tulowitzki, I've been in the All-Star game three, four years, um, starting shortstop that's still at that level. So he's got as good a shot as anyone. And what, what I've noticed, and this is totally unscientific, but from a fan point of view, when I um, post my stories, I post my stories on a Facebook page or on Twitter, it seems like when Trevor Story's name comes up, there are a lot of people who gravitate to it, people love a hot rookie. Yeah, totally. I think that would be a great story, um, considering everything that has led up to what he's been doing. So, okay, we'll keep our eye on that. Thomas, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Catch up with you soon. All right, thanks for having me. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.